It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Elliot Shore Parks is the Eagles reporter for 94 WIP. Go Birds Podcast and Go Birds Radio as well. Elio! Co-host of the Players Lounge. What else does he do? Oh, he does Elliot a basketball Shore podcast. Parks. <laughs> and he's very happy that Jason Kelsey signed. What's up, ESP? What's up? How are you guys doing? Hey, yes, buddy, how are you? So, it's a um, day, man. It's a busy day. It's good. Busy day, for sure. Um, all right, so I guess we'll start with Jason Kelsey because you're, the, the Eagles can do nothing. They're, they've been <laughs> successful today because Jason Kelsey's back. So, um, so your take on that. Yeah, I mean, look, they, they don't take records for off-season days, but if they were, the Eagles, in my opinion, would be 1-0 and today. Like, I, if you would have told me before <laughs> free agency, you, know, <laughs> you would have told me before free agency that the one guy they were going to get back was Jason Kelsey, I think that would have been the best outcome, right? I mean, this team, and we've talked about it even before free agency started, is only going to be as good as the offense next year. The defense is going to be a transition year. There's going to be new players, young players, all those things. They're only going to be as good as their offense. And that means they're only going to be as good as their offensive line. And with Jason Kelsey back, they're a way better offensive line. So I think, you know, it's not signing a big free agent because he's already part of the the team, obviously. But just in terms of the guy they needed to get back more than any other free agent, Kelsey was him. So, So the fact that he's back, I think, is really good news for the team. Yeah, I'm wondering. You had BG Friday, I believe it was, Thursday or Friday that he signed. Um I'm wondering, e, it, are these going to be the two biggest moves they make this during this free agency period? No, I, I think they have a big move up their sleeve. The question is just is whether it's one mm. of their own guys or if they're going to bring somebody else in. But I would be very surprised if this time next week they haven't made a move of, of more significance. Again, I think Kelsey's a big move. Financially, it's going to be a big move. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he made $14 million last year, and – you know, we'll see what the contract details are this time around, but it's going to be a lot of money to bring Kelsey back. Obviously, Brandon, big name, not a ton of money. So in terms of big money, I mean, if you look out there, I still think Bradbury is a possibility. 
Um, obviously, there's the Chauncey Gardner-Johnson situation uh, going on. But, yeah, I think they have one big move. It's just a matter of, of who it ends up being. Oh, so it could be uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson. That's what I've been yelling about all day. Like, that's the guy they got to get re-signed. I, I disagree with that. Ah! <laughs> When it, I mean, look, if it was up to me, and then there's the whole Slay situation, yeah. I would pay Slay before I would pay Chauncey. I would pay Bradbury before I would pay Chauncey. I just, Chauncey Gardner Johnson is Why? a great player. He's 25 he's, years old. These guys are 30 plus. That's fine. I would rather have two years of Slay than four years of Chauncey. Chauncey You're nuts. Gardner Johnson, he's a good player. He's a replaceable player. It's way harder to find shutdown outside corners than it is safeties like Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Just in I, my opinion, right? I, listen, I think Eagles are, yeah. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, and I also think that the perception of Chauncey in the city might not might not completely match what it is in the building. Just because I don't think that if they value Chauncey the way everyone else does, that this would be happening. He wouldn't be out there tweeting with other teams or players on other teams. He wouldn't be posting goodbye videos. The Eagles are really good at one thing. And that's locking up young players they like. They did it when you were playing. They did it all throughout the like. They never let guys that are 24 years old hit the free agency market if they're valued the way that it, the fans seem to value him. So I think he's a good player. Mm-hmm. I think he's obviously an above-average safety, but I don't think he's on the level of a Bradbury or a Slay. Yeah, I just I, I see the guy. I see a young playmaker. I see a defense that's devoid of playmakers. I see, um, you know, they already are showing that they aren't as high on Darius Slay right now. So I don't even know how that plays out as the mm-hmm. season goes on, whether or not it's good to keep him here or not. He seems to be okay if he has to move on or if he comes back. But I don't know if you want a player that's half in and half out, knowing that you don't necessarily view him as part of your future. So how does that affect the locker room moving forward? And then I go to Bradbury. If the issue with Slay is the price tag at his age, like what what, what are we doing? How many years of good football are we getting out of James Bradbury? Like, to be honest, this was his biggest stage. Playing with the Eagles, playing on this team. It's the first time he made the playoffs. It's the first time he played in big games that actually mattered. And he had a defense surrounding him that was stacked. He's never been the guy in a defense, let alone the number one corner. And we're about to invest three to four more years in him at double-digit million dollars a year? You would rather do that than then take a young safety at 25 years old that he's just now about to enter the prime of his career and let's see what we can do there. I just, I just, we don't have enough playmakers on defense and this is one of the few that we actually have, how we traded for him. He was worth, he was worth more than what they, they gave up to get him. And I don't know the number that he's looking for, but I do know I would be damn sure trying to get him back here more so than any of the other players that are on defense because the rest of those guys are older and they may have played their best years already. And at best, they may have one more good year in them that's worth the money that they're going to get. This kid can play here for the next four to five years and, and, and be worth every penny that you spend on him and can be a key, a key force on your defense. Come on, E. Yeah. Come on, E. No, I, I agree with the age thing, right? The age thing, in my opinion, is the only real argument because I think if we were to rank these in terms of just talented players, I yeah. think Chauncey would be number three, right? I got Bradbury. So the, and this all comes down to money, right? Obviously, yes. for agency. 
Bradbury, to me, I agree with you. I would not pay Bradbury to be the number one corner on this roster. I think if Slay is moved and Bradbury comes back, it is probably with the eyes of maybe drafting a corner that they are going to develop into their number one guy, right? So I, I think that for the money, you're, you're like – Chauncey's, I think, is looking for around $15 million a year. It's, right. in, in my right. opinion, you have to be a pretty special safety yes. to get $15 million a year. You know, yes. so I would agree then, with that. I agree with you on that, yeah. The, the, the playmaking part of it, that's an interesting thing, too, when discussing Slay and, and Chauncey, because I think mm. Slay, because of his name, big play, big play Slay, whenever he doesn't make interceptions, there's this perception that he's not having a good year. Mm. Whereas Chauncey, I thought he had the interceptions, but I thought the first half of the year – was not as good as maybe these interceptions indicated, yep. right? So, so while Slay didn't have the picks, I still think he was somebody you could put out there and just put on the number one receiver and feel about as confident as you could feel in the NFL. Are there better number one corners? Probably. There's you know five, six of them, but there's not many guys in the NFL that can do what Slay does. I think you can replace Chauncey easier than you can replace Slay. So while your point about the age is a good one, and mm-hmm. I think that there's a lot of logic to it, especially with where this defense is at. I just think Slay and Bradbury are better players. And if I'm going to pay a premium pr- price, I'd rather know I'm paying premium talent. All right. Well, and, I'm more of a Slay guy than, than anything. So I'm, I'm with you on Slay. I, yeah. I got nothing bad about Slay to say. So, I'm, I'm so, I, would caution, I would caution fans that are just, you know, trade him. He, be careful what you wish for. Like, Slay has been a legit number one player yes. for this team since he's been here. And those are really, really hard to find. And right. really since about his second year in the career or in, in, in the league or his first year in the league, he's been a number one corner. Right. Like he's been a number one corner his entire career, yeah. Right, there's a big difference between being a number two corner and a number one corner. Yep. Ellie, so I would caution you. Yeah. Ellie, do you think that, that what more or less Bradbury's market could determine whether or not Slay is back, right? Like Bradbury, I guess, had, had told Justine Anderson, or I, I think it was that that's who he talked to, that you know, like he's more or less still in contact with the Eagles, and if he comes back and it's you know, like a market isn't, hasn't developed like he had hoped, if Bradbury's back, then Slay's not back? You know what I mean? Like, is Bradbury yeah. determining whether Slay's back? So I think they're all, they're all connected to a certain extent. The Slay thing, I think, is pretty clear. My, my guess on that is they want him to take some version of a pay cut. He doesn't want to do it. And so now he's out. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, so they've given him the option to go and look for a better deal, right, which is essentially is what looking for a trade is. So I don't think they're completely related. The James Bradbury thing you look around uh, Cam Sutton today, the Steelers, uh, Steelers cornerback, I believe it was three years, $33 million. <laughs> I, That's something I'd pay attention to. One, I think that's probably what you're looking for for Bradbury. But right. two, I think the Steelers could be a team that could sign Bradbury. So the fact that he left for Detroit, I think, is, is an interesting development in this. But then to what mm. James uh, Bradbury said to Josina, I thought it was interesting that he said <laughs> they're waiting for the exact terms. Like that, they're you know they're they're pretty far into it if you're talking exact terms. The fact they're even still talking. So yeah, I mean I know right. Hargrave left, but but I really think Bradbury's the one to keep an eye on. Mm. All right, Hargrave's gone like you mentioned, forty million guaranteed. The Niners, the Winers, the Niners. That's a big signing for them. T.J. Edwards. Are you are you mildly surprised they didn't bring back T.J. at that number? I am because the number it's like it's not insignificant, right? But it's not you know eye-opening money that you normally see on day one of free agency. I really got the feeling throughout the year that they, they liked TJ. You saw them promote him more and more. Yeah. Um, he had a good year. So I am surprised. I don't think that this means they're in on Nicobe. I know that's been the reaction. I think this is more <laughs> they, they just didn't want to pay TJ. I don't think they're going to hand Nicobe the job. I think Nicobe is going to have to earn that job 
in training camp. And look, he might play the Kaiser White role either too. So, but I, I, I was surprised he left. I'm not ready to just say though. Okay, this is because they like Nakobe. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of agree with you there from the standpoint of the the positions aren't the same. He's not going to feel where TJ played at. TJ right. was essentially our middle linebacker. And I, I just don't think N'Kobe is big enough to be in there playing middle linebacker. He actually fits better in the Kaiser white role, which means, to your point, they could still be out there looking for a linebacker, maybe a Bobby Wagner. You bring Bobby Wagner in on a one-year deal, you got a veteran leader right there. He's going to fit right in. Does this defensive coordinator have any history with uh, Bobby Wagner? I don't believe – well, I guess he is in Seattle yes, yeah. last year. Yeah, but he was only with Seattle one year. So oh, one not- year? Oh, okay, yeah. Unless he was there earlier in his career. So, I mean, yeah, that's a possibility. I mean, my concern with, with N'Kobe playing the Kaiser role, and like, you can obviously educate me more on linebacker play with this, but I just – I don't view N'Kobe as an athlete like Kaiser is. He's smaller. Uh, uh. I don't think he's as athletic. So I agree with you. He's not – the size you want for a middle linebacker. I almost think that if he's going to succeed in the NFL, it's going to have to be as the signal caller that plays offense. Right. I don't know if he's somebody you want lining up, you know, one-on-one. Open against space. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's his strength. I yeah. think his strength is going up the middle, being instinctual. Now you're right. He is undersized, which is a problem. But at that, for me, when I think of the future, Nicobe, that's how I picture him uh, playing. Wow. All right. Well, he's used to playing behind Jordan. So, Meaning, yeah, when he's, meaning, yeah. he's like the only defensive tackle they got right now. So he'll, he'll, be, he'll be playing behind him quite a bit unless they make some moves. All right, but so far, thumbs up in the four hours into the They're 1-0, the oh, baby. 1-0. 1-0. 1-0. 1-0. So it's not, it's not the training camp win-loss, but I, I, think, I think Eagles fans should feel good about today. I know, again, I know Kelsey was assumed to be coming back, but the fact yep. he's back is a, is a huge deal. It would be a much different show if I was calling in and we're talking about if Cam Jurgens is going to be able to – And he decided to retire? I see, I, see I, mean, I mean, I'm not telling you that Jason Kelsey is not still a good player, but if he had decided to retire, now we're saying, well, they drafted Cam Jurgens in the second round to step in, so let's see what he has. Are you as good next year by, by, by not having Jason Kelsey? You don't have a defense right now. <laughs> so you're not, you know, you're, not, you're, not good ne- you're not as good next year with all the players that have left. It right, would have been so like a much, much bigger deal if but, Kelsey retired. Much bigger I, deal. I, no, I'm, I'm not saying it wouldn't be a big deal. But what I'm saying is that, like, what what's the bigger deal? Losing eight of your starters on defense or getting Jason Kelsey back? Getting Jason Kelsey back. <laughs> All right, ridiculous. well, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it is not ridiculous. This you don't know how good win. Cam Jurgens would be. You just drafted him in the second round to that's play. That's the whole point. The whole point is I don't know how good he's going to be. I'm going to pay a quarterback $50 million and put somebody in But isn't this supposed to be a retooling year? Isn't this supposed to be no, a year where you're taking a step back? Oh, that's many, what everybody tells me. How many teams that pay their quarterback record money in the offseason retool the following year? This team has all the pieces coming back on offense. The NFC, especially if Rodgers goes to the Jets, the NFC is wide open. The reason this is not a retooling year is because they have a great offense. If they were letting Kelsey walk and doing all these things and mm-hmm. signing linebackers and safeties and stuff, then, yeah, okay, then maybe we're talking. But they're bringing back the, the, arguably the best offense in the NFL last year, probably the best offense in the NFC. So, no, it's not a retooling year because Jason Kelsey is back. All right. Well, I, I hope it's not a retooling <laughs> It feels like it's a, it's a youth movement year. All right, Ellie, we'll, 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 we'll talk to you tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I mean, as many times you guys want me on, I'm here. Man, so. we're going to talk all week. This is an NFL yeah, free agency. I mean, look, week. I'll be with you guys on McGurk for four hours. So. <laughs> right. But, we, but are, we still, are we doing the 3 o'clock hour tomorrow? It's Tuesdays yeah, with course. Elliot. Okay, yes, all right. We'll talk to you tomorrow then. <laughs> all right, sounds good. All right, go go, go right, celebrate your Jason Kelsey signing. Elliot Shore Parks. 
Hey, it's Elliot Shore Parks for Window Nation. Have you noticed your energy costs have been rising? Nationwide, energy prices have increased over 14% since last year, but it's not too late to do something to fix your high energy bills. Beat the spring rush with the last month of our off-season pricing at Window Nation. Get two windows free with every two you buy with zero down payment, zero monthly payments, and pay zero interest for 24 months. New windows will pay for themselves with the energy savings on your energy bills, and you will pay nothing for two full years with zero, that's right, 0% financing, saving you hundreds of dollars. Go with the window company that has installed nearly 2 million windows by installers with over a decade of experience only using top-of-the-line installation materials. Call 866-90-NATION and get two windows free with every two you buy with no limit, plus make no down payment, no payments, and pay no interest for 24 months. Call Window Nation today, 866-90-NATION or windownation.com and tell them Elliot Shore Park sent you.